0: Hey, Mike, where'd you get these Endless Summer movie tickets from?
1: Whoa, I love those. That's from my Endless Summer box set. Ooh, where'd you get that from? The link is in the show notes, baby!
2: Went down to Wanda Bay What a fantastic sunny day Boys and girls hanging around Surfers going up and down that's when I cut my way, knew what to do, surf that way right to the shore, and dreams come true. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the QuiverCast. I am Mike, your host. Let's get into the show. Welcome, everyone, to the QuiverCast. We are back here in Huntington Beach
0: with Murph. A lot of the boys call me Murph. My Murph. name is Jack Murphy, but, Jack you know, Murphy. all the boys call me Murph. How you doing, Murph? I'm doing great. Thanks, Mike. How you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Cool, How cool. was your session out in Huntington today?
0: It was decent. A lot of the Groms were out there just dominating, but I got a few, you know. I got a couple under my belt.
1: There was some ripping going on today For there. sure. For sure.
0: What brings you
1: to California? Because you're a
0: Jersey guy. You yeah. You're your voice. Straight from Jersey. And, uh, you know, I have friends and family out here. So I came out, I'm out here 65 days. This is my 65th day traveling around California, surfing, yeah. visiting family. My little sister lives out here with her husband. A company that I ride for called SRH Clothing out of San Diego. I've been riding for them for 31 years. And uh, they're based out of Malibu. Kevin Zinger, good friend of mine. And i uh, just been rovering with him, surfing, did a couple contests. Surfed the South Bay Showdown in South Bay at uh, Manhattan Beach. Got lucky and won that one. A couple weeks ago, I went over to Redondo Beach, did another one over there, got on the podium and took third. So I'm having a lot of fun.
1: You're a contest guy. You love contests your whole life or what?
0: I've been doing them since about 1983. I was about 12 or 13 and a local surf shop where I was living in Florida called West Coast Surf Shop, Ronnie and Jim Brady. And uh, they were all about the Groms and there was surf contests going. So I got that feeling and uh, I'm an athlete, man. And I just always like competing and it's fun and I just have fun with it, you know? So contests are fun, I believe so. If okay, you, I think anything in life is fun if you, it's what you make of it. How do you approach a heat? Uh, I approach a heat. Everyone's different, you know. Right. That's S- why I'm asking. So what, the, uh,
1: what so, Murph does? Yeah. So
0: so <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I, you know, I do my breathing exercises. I check the waves, of course, see what's going on, and uh, I really don't look at my competitors. I try not to. Mm-hmm. I just go out and do what I like to do, which is surfing. Just see the, the the result at the end, you know, just do what I do and, and have fun, like I said, and, and uh, compete to my best ability, you know. A lot of
1: contests, you kind of start off surfing a mediocre to okay, like middle. Do you feel like you excel as you get more and more heats or do you kind of just go straight into it, trying to do the best surfing you can? You know, first what
0: I, my little thing is, is like, I like to go out get one right off the bat, get a little confidence. You know what I mean? Yep. I, f- I believe everything in life is about confidence, especially in the surfing and the heat, you know? So I try to get out there, get one or two under my belt. So I got two and then I build a little house, you know what I mean? And I know that's used a lot in surfing, but it's true. You build a little house, you get some confidence, you move around back to it. Just focus on you and what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You've had some results. The Belmar Pro? Yeah, the Belmar Pro. uh, It's a pretty prestigious contest on the East Coast. I guess it's been going over 20-something years. Wow. I pretty much surfed in it every year. Mm -hmm. I had some great results, some seconds, some thirds. But I was fortunate enough, uh, 2019, I was able to win the Belmar Pro. And then uh, it was off for 20 because of COVID. Yeah. And I backed it up in 2021 with a win. I was super stoked. Yeah, so back-to-back wins at the Belmar Pro. I read an article
1: and they were saying, you know, the Dean Rosado and all these other guys were the big names. You kind of came out of nowhere
0: and just took them. You know, it's, it's funny. Like, I've always looked up to Dean. He's super gnarly surfer, great yeah. guy. Yeah, just to be in heats with those guys and, and make it through and actually win the thing was, like, uh, super honored to just, like, be in a heat Stuck, with, with yeah. a guy like Dean Randazzo.
1: Like, yeah. he's super gnarly. So rad. Who else have you surfed against that you
0: were kind of, like, always uh, had, like, oh, dude, I had a, I looked had, up? It, to, I had a heat against Buttons what yeah Uh, how rad's that oh it was amazing it was at the belmar pro i got second that year Mm -hmm. i met buttons in the semi-final okay he was super cool and it got down to a few i mean reno abalero all the boys were there they were all cheering him on and it got down to a minute or two and it got pretty intense there i got lucky and uh i made it out of that heat and i beat buttons and i shook his hand after so that was a that was a huge, huge day for me. Just to meet the guy, let alone be in a heat yeah. and win it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so anybody else you looked ah, up to? Ah, geez, there's there's a lot of people I've surfed against. Hey, listen, when I was a kid, I did some time in Florida. I lived in Florida mm-hmm. on the west coast of Florida on Annemarie Island and Holmes beach. So our high school had a surf team and I went to new Smyrna and it was the first year they had the high school championships. Wow. So Coco beach's team was Sean Slater. Wow. Dave Glasser, Todd Holland. Wow. And, uh, one other guy I can't remember, but Kelly wasn't, he was still in grammar school too young, but he was playing with tinker toys on the beach and stuff like that. (laughs) So it was really cool, man. You know, there's a lot of great surfers from Florida and you know, I'm a Jersey guy. spent some time in Florida, uh, my parents' jobs were always moving around, so I, you know, I was always bopping around, spent many years in Southern California and San Diego. Uh, you know, I've been bopping around surfing and doing my thing all over the all over the country and world. We're gonna stay on this contest thing and then we'll go backwards. But okay,
1: why do you like contest? <laughs> is it because I- of the competition or is it because of the tribe mentality? like we're all friends?
0: Listen, I've had some great camaraderie in heats and I've had some dudes not so nice in heats, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh I, I feel that I keep doing these contests because it pushes me and it drives me. Listen, I'm not a, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, let's be honest. Yeah. Um doing contests and surfing has kept me involved. I look forward to doing contests. Like I came out here, I, I set this up where I could, you know, do two or three contests and it pushed me and I trained for them and I I feel like it just makes me a better surfer overall. It it, it makes me Want okay. to push and, and go harder? What about equipment? What are you riding? Uh, I ride Erie People surfboards out of uh, New Smyrna, Florida. Okay, great guy, great shaper. Uh, I've been riding his boards for about ten years now. Basically, the guy changed my life. My surfing's gotten better, my paddling stronger. The guy's an amazing shaper and an amazing guy. We've become real close, and he shapes me this. It's called the uh, Rocketfish, mm-hmm. and wow. uh, okay. this thing paddles so well, and it's fast, and it's responsive, and I can't get off, and I'm addicted to this board. And like I said, he, he basically changed my life with his shapes. It, it really did. How so? I'm just going faster. Okay. I'm, I'm not you falling. Go. You know, my surfing's just better overall, I believe. You know, in my mind, I feel like I'm surfing a lot better than I was on the boards prior I was on, you know? If you could pick... Any heat
1: kind of wave conditions would you pick?
0: I'd love like head high, a little overhead, glassy left right combo platters. You know, beach break? yeah, beach break with a little punch because I I surf a lot of beach breaks. You know, living in New Jersey, so I'm accustomed to that. Yeah, I love point breaks. You know, mm-hmm. I love a point break, of course. I don't mind a beach break, a nice punchy breach beach break with some power. Okay, that's what it's going to bring you to your peak. Yeah, that's what you want to <laughs> you want your competition
1: at. Yeah, against the all okay. right. Yeah, East Coast. New Jersey. It mm-hmm. gets cold. Well, how did you get into surfing and how did you get through that those cold winters?
0: So I could tell you the story. It was nineteen seventy eight. All right. I started surfing. Eight my, years old? Eight years old. Got it. I was born in nineteen seventy. And my uncle surfed. My mom dabbled a little bit, but more so my uncle. There was always surfers around. Mm-hmm. And long story short, he got a brand new board, bunch of wings on it, flames. This thing was so clean, single fin. I bugged him, bugged him, bugged him. He finally took me. I put the beaver tail wetsuit on, right? We okay. go to our local break. Yeah. He paddles out with his boy. They have a session. He comes in. I'm talking freezing. It's cold. Dude, I'm man. a little kid, right? Yeah. I put this beaver tail wetsuit on. I paddle out. I kind of catch a wave. I'm not going to say I fully stood up and ripped the thing at all, but I stood up kind of and rode this thing. And when I came to the beach, I turned the board over and his fin was gone. Oh. And let me tell you brah the ride home wasn't so fun pink bellied and there it was i got hazed in the surfing i never looked back the next day he came home i had a skateboard taken apart i'm trying to put fins in the bottom of the skateboard (laughs) and i never looked back and my uncle i gotta give him a big shout out rich young like without him i wouldn't be surfing like he really was a big part of my youth and surfing does he still surf today? He doesn't, but actually he does a little bit, but, a little not bit. Like, but not like he used to. You know what I mean? Of course. But yeah, he was a, he was definitely a big part, you know?
1: You have this beaver tail on. Yeah. You're kind of, probably still a little chilly. Yeah, freezing. What
0: pushes you to keep going? Most kids are going to be like, ah, I'm over this. It's too cold. You know, I think seeing him do it, looking up to him a lot, okay. you know, truthfully, and all his friends, and like, I was the type of kid where like, when I'm eight years old, they're going to try and do their thing at 15 or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to chase them and follow them, and they're hanging me up by my underwear on the hose thing and, and running.
1: You thrived on
0: that, yes, I did. You know, and I was like, I want to be a part of that tribe that you spoke of. I want to. Yeah. I saw that as a little kid. I was like five, six, seven, by eight. I'm like, I want in, dude. Let's do this.
1: You when did you start doing that to other kids, did you do that? What's that? Just harass the other kids.
0: Oh, yeah. Later on you know, you I was a little grom, dude. You know, you know we all had our little cliques and our little, you know, we were hassling kids dropping in. You know, this is our beach, you know, yeah. that whole scene, you know. Yeah. What was the Jersey scene like? Jersey scene? Wise? I grew up at this place called North End in Long Branch, New Jersey. Okay. And there's a little white wall there. And uh, there's some great surfers from there. There's this guy, Scott Thompson and his family, Keith Noonan. There's all types of really great surfers that came from this little white wall. I was in the mix. You know, there's a guy named Roy Walls, great surfer. There's all these guys. And we formed this little group called the NEP, the North End Posse. North End Posse. Yeah, yeah man. And it started in 1985. Was and, this full of localism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just little ground so, localism, man. If
1: I was 16, I, I would have some troubles peddling you, out there. If you
0: came to the wall at North End in 1985, 86, you had a pack of like 10 or... 12 hungry little groms letting you know that this was our spot, I'm okay. sure. All right. And uh, so I grew up there. You know, my mom, they all hung out there. That was our spot. And there was a local surf shop there called Motion Surf Shop. Uh, this guy, Mario, he was a big part of my grom hood, giving us boards and stuff like that. And yeah, we had the NEP, man. And we were the crew. And, and, and a lot of us excelled in surfing. And at that point, I got, you know, high school was coming up. And I, I said, you know what? I'm going to throw my hat in this, and I and I moved out west to San Diego to further my little dream. Just to surf? Just to surf.
1: Once again, I, how are you getting through these winters?
0: You know, when we were kids, I was so passionate about it, mm-hmm. I would wear a three mil with a spring suit over no. it. No! Oh, yeah. Freezing snow on the ground. Still cold. Borrowed booties with holes in it. Wow. wow. Dedicated, bro. And all of us were. The NEP, we, you know, we did not a lot, you know, we single moms, you know, a lot of us, and... Whatever it took, you know, of whatever board or suit we could get, we were out there and it could be snowing, freezing. What's the water temp? Uh, it gets in the thir- upper 30s. No. Yeah. Yeah. Upper 30s, 40s. Oh, fuck. And very cold. You know what I mean? But the technology now, thank God, you know, we can last a couple hours. And uh, But back then it was all about getting a three mil that probably didn't fit you. And uh, another spring suit or whatever you could fit on top of that and put a hood on. Gnarly. Yeah. So we did that as kids. And and I think, you know what it did? Like, it made me the surfer I am today. Back to your question before, I I feel like when there's waves in Jersey, you go get it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if there's snow, rain, sleet, lightning, you're going because you know what? You just, that's the Jersey way. We're passionate about what we do. Describe the wave at the wall. The White Wall. Is that well, I'll called? tell you, it's changed because they, they did some pumping in the early 90s, late 80s there, right? Okay. So, so let's tell it how it was, how it used to uh, be. When I was a kid, it was a catcher's mitt. It was always a foot or two bigger than anywhere. Oh, gotcha. There was oh, uh, a gotcha. f- uh, Beachcomber, there was Public Beach, and there was USO, and then there was Kiernan Beach. And these were all jetties. It reminds me of like uh, Newport Beach jetties. Okay, gotcha. okay, 52nd and all that jazz. Yeah. So it was a catcher's mitt. If it was one foot up the way, it was two to three at at North End. Right on. And there was always little sandbars like Beachcomber was like this little left-right combo that would break in the summer. Mm -hmm. And then Public Beach had these little pilings with another jetty in the middle and Mm -hmm. a jetty here. And it was just always a lot of fun. It was was like a little mini skate park. And uh, you could always count on North End. And it's crazy because... If even if I wasn't surfing, I was at that white wall. It was like a second home for me. That, like, if we were going out that night, we met at the white wall. If we'd go to the football game that night, we'd meet back at the white wall. You know? oh, okay. It was like our spot.
1: All right. How's it today now? Now describe the wave today.
0: Yeah, so today it's like they changed in the 90s. They came with the bulldozers. They changed everything. So the break hasn't been the same. Um, it has its moments once in a while. Do I drive by and check it? Occasionally, but not as much as I used to. But I've heard through a couple of the groms, the up and comers now they're they're checking and they're saying there's a couple peaks here and there. So maybe when I get back after this venture, I'm gonna have to get back to the old Give it stomp- a go. Yeah, back to the stomping grounds. Okay. I mean, I have N.E.P. tattooed on me. I'm, wow. Uh, yeah, it's it got that gnarly. How gnarly was it? Was this like a full on gang? I wouldn't say gang but there were some scraps for sure I mean, with some other schools and that stuff like that mentality though yeah. definitely full on we had nep we'd put wax up on the wall nep it was gnarly dude was it so gnarly that some guy that was respectful wanted
1: to paddle out and surf with you guys
0: was no, that happening? I, I, I wouldn't say that hey if, if the guy had etiquette and he could surf a little bit and like yeah. he was respectful on. yeah fully we weren't like you know, we were respectful. This kids, wasn't, but it was heated though. This wasn't t- oxired. No, 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 no no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it was definitely a, sorry, oxired. But we, but you see, we grew up under these guys like Jimmy Hines and Danny Shields and and all these legends from North End, right? So we had to come up under them. So we saw how it was. There was, you know, I've been duct taped to a pole naked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if you stepped yeah. out of line when we were kids, there was there was consequences. Yeah. So we kind of took that mentality. The Nep that we formed in 85 kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. we kind of rolled it in and kept going with it. At what point
1: did you guys kind of disperse or is there something similar to that going well, on the, today? Well,
0: the, any, I wouldn't say at that white wall or even in New Jersey anymore, like okay. so much, but you know, everyone's older now, kids, yeah. married, what have you. I moved to California, but the NEP stayed strong. The core, we made up the name. Like, I think it was 85, 86, right around that. And, okay. uh, we were in a, my friend's garage and we made up the name and, We had our little click and... It, we're, we still talk all the time. Some of us still surf together. How did the conversation come up? And I got to know. Okay.
1: How did the conversation come up that you came up with the name? Mm-hmm.
0: It, it probably kinda... I, I'm actually going to claim it. I, I am the one who came up with the name. I uh, can say that. And you said, I said to my boy, everyone we're, else. We're Roy, just, Roy this Walls, is our place. We were sitting in his uh, garage doing a couple bong rips, to be honest with you. Yeah, just be 100% and, honest. And uh, we did a couple of bong rips, and we yeah. were sitting there, and I don't know. It just popped in my <laughs> brain. I was like, we're the North End Posse, dude. I was like, no one can mess with us, you know? Okay. I was riding for Gordon Smith at the time, and uh, you know, I was 16, thinking, you know, maybe I have a little shot at this thing. You know, mm-hmm. we're having fun with it, and I'm surfing around. When I say Roy Walls, Keith Noonan, uh, and the list goes on, these guys are really good surfers to this day. You yeah, know what I mean? I bet. Uh, and these guys are charging and ripping. So it's like we had this little click that pushed each other. It's it's cool to see those guys in the water still, and we still push each other, give a nod, and we're still the Nep. We all got Nep tattooed on us, so we're still running with it. Do you guys all go at the same time to get them? No, different times. Right. Some of us went at the same time. Yeah. What's the font? Each one's different. Okay. Yeah. So What's Mostly yours? Old English. All right. Old yeah. English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey guys trying to keep a gangster. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man.
1: You said you spent some time in Florida. Yeah.
0: How were you accepted down there? Oh, dude, I moved down to Florida. Thank God. So I, I was. Oh, why do you say that? Uh, just because um, West Coast Surf Shop. There was a surf shop where I grew up, you know, the beaver tail, I'm surfing, but I was just, you know, going with my uncle, getting a board when I could go. It seemed when I was like 11, when I moved to Florida, I got mm. my own board. Oh. Uh, do you understand? I yeah. wasn't borrowing uncles no more. Okay. And then West Coast Surf Shop was like, had this little group, not the NEP, but there was a little surf mm-hmm. rat group, same mentality that I slipped right into. Yeah. Ronnie and Jim accepted me, my family, we lived above the shop. And they got me my first sponsor, Gordon and Smith. And I was fully accepted. Okay. And, they, and I was on an island called Annemarie Island. And there were some gnarly individuals there that were like down for Annemarie Island, just like any surf town. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But lucky enough, I was a little grom and my mom was a good looking chick. So they were always hooting at my mom and stuff. And I mm-hmm. kind of, you know, whatever, figured it out. And then I started figuring it out. I started doing some turns and Ronnie and Jim saw me one day and they were like, started taking me to surf contests and uh, i think it was 80 i guess it was maybe 84 okay and i showed up to an esa contest and they had back in the day they had double a single a and triple a single a was the lowest division second a and then you get the third A if you got the points right so that day i won the single a and then i won the triple a all all in one day and it got in surfer mag Wow. Okay. And it was just a write-up. You know, guys, the guy who was running his name. I was, was stoked to you. Oh, my God, dude. It was like I won the world title. Right. You know what I mean? I, I'm I 13 you. years old and yeah, I'm in a magazine. You. It was just a write-up. This guy, John English, who was running it at the time. Um, Florida contest or whatever. And it was just like Jack Murphy was on fire. Not only did the, he win the 1A. I still have the clipping. Sweet. So it was a proud moment. My mom was so stoked. She's like, wow, this is cool. And then soon after that, I think it was a year or two, they got me Gordon and Smith okay. and Oakley I was going to the East Coast a lot. I surfed in a lot of surf contests at Sebastian Inlet. Mm-hmm. Kelly was there, all the boys. You know, I'd see his brother and all these people. David Spear I surfed against a lot. Great surfer from Florida. Yeah. Yeah, man. Florida was awesome to me. I surfed in some really, really awesome contests back then, now that I think about it. New Smyrna, all the way up and down the coast. And we were on the West Coast, but my mother believed in me and, and, and my stepdad at the time, uh, Robert, was a great guy. And uh, they would get me to every event. I would never missed an event, man. Cool. At that point, you stay in Florida, but then you go back to Jersey. I I actually don't go back to Jersey at that point. I actually moved to California for a little stint. Okay. uh, Up here in Malibu area, for a couple years, then this is crazy, but I go back to Jersey. I finish high school. But when I was out here as a grom, I knew about. I I went to San Diego on a Greyhound. And how old were you? I was probably like uh, I went with a family, you know, my, me and my oh, family no. and friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We okay. went. We took a greyhound down there, and uh, we went surfing. And I, I saw San Diego. I was like, Oh my god! So that was always in my back of my head. Imagine being mm. a little kid in San yeah. Diego from Jersey. I'm like, Oh my god! So after I graduated high school, I had a little baseball scholarship in Jersey. Oh, you played baseball? Yeah, too. I played baseball, dude. I had a little scholarship to Palm Beach Junior College to play a little ball. Cool. I uh, didn't have the grades, but had I could play a little ball. But I went down there, and it just wasn't for me. So what I figured out, I said, you know, I love this surfing thing, you know. So I was just going to surf every day. I wasn't going to school. It just wasn't for me. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to San Diego. Called my parents. Said, listen, I got this much money. I got a 1963 Dodge with the you know the, the gears on the on the column. <laughs> yeah. And I sent it. Just turned 18 years old. Didn't know anybody. I had one friend who went to San Diego State who let me stay there. He was going to Bali. Cool. So I watched his house and his pot plants for him for, uh, <laughs> for three months, dude. And I got to stay there, and I figured out I met some people. and uh, I made Did my, you kill the plants? No, they stayed alive. It was chronic.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so I stayed out there, and I made my way, got my own apartment, what have you, and I, yeah. I, I fell in love with San Diego, man, and I, I linked up with the right people. And uh, I lived in Ocean Beach, Point Loma, every street you can think of from La Jolla to Point Loma, you know, over the years. So you're getting all these
1: coastal towns and you're Mm -hmm. a surfer, Uh and you've lived in several different spots. Yeah. Does surfing help you get accepted by your peers?
0: I think so. If you go out and you have etiquette and you don't paddle out to the peak and just think you're every wave Dave. There you go. And you show the locals respect and, hey, man, good wave, you know, I've had... You good know, attitude yeah, just a good attitude positive and and then, if you can maybe get a turn off and show them you can surf a little bit and you have etiquette, yeah, it kind of works out, yeah. you know what i mean and, it, and i'm I feel like I'm a people person, I like to talk to people and I like to meet new people and some of my best friends are around the world, you know that I met um so yeah, so I did that San Diego thing for several years. I rode for a South coast surf shop uh in oh, yeah. ocean beach, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got me billabong wetsuits at the time, and here comes. The company that changed my life. If you want to go into that, sure. A gentleman by the name of Kevin Zinger. I talked to him about uh, in the beginning of the interview. I was doing all the contests around the beaches in Mission Beach, La Jolla, PB, all over, all the way up into Del Mar, where have you? And I was doing pretty good. I was getting some results. I won a couple in Ocean Beach at Avalanche, and I was always in the mix, getting second, fourth, fifth, thirteenth. But I was always in the mix, and. Never burden any bridges with anyone, just always good vibes, you know? So then this, uh, I'm about 21 years old at this point, Mm -hmm. and I'm always going to these clubs and Pennywise is playing, Offspring's playing, Sublime's playing, and there's this dude in there, and he's like 19, and I'm like, who's this kid with all the chicks and everything going on? I want to be a part of that. So I would go up to Kevin, what's up, my name's Murphy, bro, I surf, I want to, you know, and it wasn't a clothing line at the time, it's called SRH Clothing. And it wasn't a clothing line at the time. He would just make little flyers and he would have bands play at bars. So I would bring him my content. So he's a promoter. He's a promoter, correct. correct. And he had a, a great guy named Ryan White was his partner. These chicks would like go on the computer at the time and would be, you know, give him all my results. And I'd be like, Kev, here's my results at the bar. And he put them in his pocket, put them in his pocket, put them in his pocket. So one night I won a pretty decent event. There was some good guy, David Eggers, all those guys were in it. And somehow I won this event, right? So wow. Kevin said, all right, dude, let's do this. I'll meet you next week. I'll give you twenty hats, 20 t-shirts. I'll make get some jeans done. Let's do this.
1: What was the game plan? I don't think you explained it. As far as what he, he was a promoter, but there yeah. was no clothing company. There was no clothing line. You were telling
0: him let's make a clothing. Let's, line. let's make a clothing okay. line. Let's do this, dude. I want to surf for you, bro. I want let, let, let's let's do this. You know, you got a great logo. You've got everything going. Uh, let's let's make a clothing and Kevin line. Surfs. Yeah, and I think he he had that in the I, he had it in the back of his mind. I think I just help the cause. You know what I mean? I think him and Ryan were planning on doing a clothing line eventually, but I think me bugging him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) love you, Kev, bugging him to the point where he was like, let's do this. This kid's passionate. He Mm -hmm. believes in it and let's give him a shot. So he gives me 20 hats, 20 t-shirts, picks me up after Pennywise played the night before, picks me up the next day. We smoke a spliff. He had these white jeans and he was going to get them dyed at the time. So he goes to get to died at the time. And it was just a regular speed. It was just like a regular speed that was on a card at the time. Now yep. it's like an elongated speed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He said, Murph, you know, here we go. Let's do this. So I'm entering some contests. He's paying for them, sending me around. And what are you doing with these shirts and these hats, these 20 hats and shirts? I'm wearing them, giving them the people promoting, blah, 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 okay. you know, all that type of stuff. And now in the interim. Pushing realm, the brand. Right. And Kevin's a gnarly surfer himself. So he's been in the biz for years. He knows Christian Fletcher, you know, all these people from San Clemente and Herbie and all them. And yeah. he's a great surfer himself. So here comes Joe Cremo. And Justin Madison on the team. Wow. So it's me, Joe and Justin traveling around Southern California doing contest and what have you. Gavin Besson's in the mix. He's riding for, you know, other comp Vulcum at the time, but he was still hanging with us and all that jazz, you know, Joe, God bless him. Joe passed not long ago. Good friend of mine. He was doing things that way ahead of his time. Him and Justin were just super gnarly. So surfing around those guys was great. They kind of let me hang with them. They take me to lowers and do all that type of stuff. So, we made a surf movie called One Tuck No Glue. Okay. And uh, Justin and Joe were in it, including myself and a, a bunch of other riders from San Diego. And the movie came out great and- Can you find that movie today? Is it yeah, on YouTube? Yeah, it's out, yep, yep. Where is it at? It's on YouTube. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, One Tuck No Glue. So um, that came out and it kind of justified the company. You know, Kevin's a smart guy, he's a businessman. He's got, I don't even know how many companies he owns right now, but he just took over the Sublime estate and all that jazz. So wow. he's, he's very involved. He just made it happen. He's a go-getter, this guy. And he changed my life. He believed in me, a Jersey guy, which is like, okay, really? This California kid's going to believe in me? And here we are 31 years later. He said, "Murph, if you come with me, I'll keep you to the end. You're so passionate. And I was the first guy to get SRH tattooed on me. Now there's thousands, you know, like (laughs) I'm just that guy. And he just believes in me to this day. Like this contest I'm doing here in Huntington, kevin pushed it you know what i mean so cool so it's like he still believes in me 31 years later and it's not only did i get a great company a lifestyle to ride for all these years but i got a best friend out of it you know what i mean and this guy we're just tight man and like it's just a good vibe and i'm lucky to have him in my life like i said you know without a guy like kevin in my life i don't know where i'd be you know so big props to kevin Zinger. yeah yeah
1: kevin sounds rad.
0: yeah he's a super cool guy He'll be on the show one day. I hope so. You guys yeah, need to link up. Them. He's yeah. got a gnarly story.
1: I bet. Yeah. So now you're a sponsored surfer, and how's the company going? Do you know.
0: I'll tell you what. We had a great run in the '90s, man. Things were yeah. great. You know, I remember sure. seeing
1: that all over the place. Yeah, it
0: was huge. And not only did he have the surfers, the skaters, the snowboarders, he had his record label. So he had all these bands. He'd do compilations mm-hmm. with, like, you know, and I'm in the mix. I'm his sidekick. So I'm his turtle of entourage. Okay. Do you understand? I'm with him. Yeah. You know, I'm with him all the time. So I'm getting good all- times. good times, bro. I'm like, I'm at these shows. Now I think about it, I'm like, did that really just happen? Like we'd wake up and I'd be like, holy cow, and the chicks and the just everything was great. The nineties were a good time. I feel like it's crazy, but like my life's caught in the nineties, my surfing's caught in the nineties, my music's caught in the nineties. Those are heydays. Yeah, that's, that's what I, happens. I, but you know what's cool? The nineties are cool again. So am I cool? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, i say you're cool. <laughs> yeah the raddest thing about S R H is you, you didn't say what it stands for. Supporting radical habits.
1: Yeah. I think that's cool.
0: Yeah. Yep, that's yep. a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. It's something special. Like I said, it's, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle. Okay. And it's a brotherhood. I mean, shit to keep a guy around 31 years and keep my dream alive. It's just amazing. I, I, it's, it's just awesome. And recently there was a shirt, Kevin on my, uh, on our 30 year anniversary together. He surprised me on my birthday and he came out with a Jack Murphy signature t-shirt on SRH that's sold out, I want to say, eight or ten times. Wow, that's you, cool. And um, word on the street is, I had a meeting with him the other day. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I think it's going to they're going to drop it again. Cool. It's going to come out because it did so well. I don't know when, but I think 2024, the Jack Murphy t-shirt will be back on SRH. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's this year. Yes, Yeah, that's this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so rad. Yeah. So let's talk about the parties you guys were going to. Insane.
0: Like so, you said some of the
1: bands, some of the biggest bands, even to still today. Yeah, Pennywise.
0: And you know what's cool? I bec- and be because of Kevin, you know, and and being at those shows, I become friends with Jim from Pennywise, Fletcher from Pennywise, all these people that I've known for thirty years. Yeah. I met through SRH. You know, and I said it before. I, I you know SRH changed my life for the better. I can't even tell you. Like, I'm a lifer, bro. Yeah, and I ain't going nowhere. Um, so. All right, talk about the parties. Oh, yeah, What's the, the craziest parties?
1: thing that ever happened?
0: Oh, God. That you can say on on the air. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Let me think. I bet you it's a blur, a lot of it. A lot of it's a blur, for sure. I could say this. The chicks were out of control, and the drugs were clean. You didn't have to test them. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, no, it was just good times, good parties, you know. D- just seeing the live music, you know. The live music yeah, was where it was at. Seeing an Offspring back then or a Pennywise, there was a band called Snot. You remember Snot? I do not remember Snot. Snot was insane. The lead singer, he he passed, okay. unfortunately, but they were a gnarly band. Like a punk band? Or yeah, were they? they were like a hardcore hardcore band. They were super rad. And there were bands like Cadillac Tramps. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had every band. You, oh, Corn. I got one for you. you So the first time MTV had uh, their MTV party at Mission Bay Park over there. Kevin had Corn play. Yeah, and this was before Corn was anyone. uh, You know, they were they were nobody. Yeah, and he had a half pipe in the middle of Mission Bay, and Corn come out and play. And I'm like, who are these dudes? Hard, yeah, heavy. You know, we got to see all like I was seeing trends. You were seeing. I was seeing uh, the start the start of trends yeah yeah Yeah. and now that all these years later i look back and i'm like i didn't realize how lucky i really was like just to see things start and then watch it just progress and be like i was there when that dude played his you know yeah first deal were you ever in the business of the music i was kevin uh You know, after my little surfing dream, not that it's over by any means, but I just wasn't doing as much contests and all that type of stuff. And so Kevin getting a little older. Yeah, getting a little older and you know, still surfing every day. I don't miss a day. If it's one feet to ten feet I'm going. But being around Kevin again, there was always bands trying to get to him through me. So uh and I was always in the mix, you know, I helped out unwritten law get signed uh, to the label Suburban Noise. I put that all together with Kevin. I was you know, when I with Kevin I set the seat a lot. And then he makes it grow. Okay. So, like the other day, we met a movie producer who did Mavericks. Came up to me. We start talking. Whoa. I'm a people person. He's a director of Mavericks. Now I set the seed with him and Kevin. Now him and Kevin are doing something. Oh, so cool. that's just an example where I've been able to set the seed over the years. And I believe Kevin would, you know, he runs uh, with it. Yeah, he runs with some. Hey, some have worked. Some have not. I'll tell you. But and he, he, yeah. he's a businessman, so he understands if he if it needs to totally. or wants to go. And he told sounds me. Sounds like he told know, yeah. But. He told me one day. He's like Murph, listen. You've come to me with some whack ideas, but you've come to me with more better ideas. So if you f- don't ever feel like you can't tell me something, just tell me because most of the things you tell me are good. So let, you know, yeah, keep it going. That's awesome. Yeah. You're very high energy, mm-hmm. kind of like a, a Stoke Grom. So is that always there? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I believe so. I mean, listen, I, 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 I I'm just such a, a good st- energy. I'm just a Stoke dude who yeah, like, I'm That's getting, good. I'm getting older now. So like. I can't let this surfing thing go. I never will. So my whole mindset, Mike, is like, I'm pushing harder now than I ever have. Because one day, I'm not going to be able to do this. And listen, I don't know. I'm not the best surfer. I'm not the worst surfer. I just love surfing. And I just never want to stop. And like surfing gives me this vibe, this energy. That little session, that little turn I had this morning, I'm vibing. I'm good. You know, my day's better.
1: Have you had a period in your life
0: where you weren't surfing? Yeah. how was life? Uh, It wasn't good. It was miserable. Yeah, not that I wasn't surfing. There was a a couple months throughout my life at one point where I was just in a funky place and I wasn't surfing, and it was the worst time of my life. I'll never do that again. And it was more of a health thing that I had to take some time off. Okay. And it was just kind of crushing me the whole time, and I wanted back. I want. Listen, it wasn't long. But even that little time off, listen, I haven't stopped surfing since I was a little kid, you know? Wow. I, since yeah. eight years old. Yeah, I never stopped.
1: Wave pools. Have you surfed Wave pools?
0: Yeah, I've been to Waco. I've been to the American Dream. And Kevin Zinger, uh, on our 31 year anniversary, was nice enough to take me to Kelly Slater's pool a couple wow. months ago. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: So tell me all those waves, what they're like.
0: It's insane. It's uh, If you can get there, get there. It's a little expensive. The Kelly one. Yeah, obviously but it's a lot of fun. It's a perfect wave. It's all they say it is and more. The staff can't say more about the staff. You walk through the, those doors, you feel like Kelly. They're so accommodating. They're so nice. The food's off the charts, the vibes. You want to talk about a stoked Grom. Yeah, I was out of my skin Frothing. that day. I got a call from Kevin. He's like, can you be out here November by November 28th? I'm like, for what? He goes, I'm going to take you to Kelly's pool for your 31 years of riding for SRH. I'm like, I'll be wow. there. Yeah. So I didn't know what to expect. I mean, Kevin's got the thing wired. I think he's been there over 50 times. He, yeah, he's been there yeah, a lot. Yeah, he rips that, yeah, yeah, that pool. Yeah, I went there and I, I, I was able to catch six waves. Ooh, that's a lot. I'll be honest, I blew one of them. Was and that the first one? No, it was the second one. Okay, and fair. I, I, yeah, I blew one. But Kevin blew one, too. And he said, Murph, don't feel bad. Everyone blows one. Of course. So, Is it nerving? A little bit, because it's $500 a wave. Oh, fuck. You know? So you get in your head?
1: Is that what you're saying? I mean,
0: I feel like I would get in my head. A little bit. Because you don't want to miss it. And there's a lot of direction. There's a girl, you know, uh, Jeff Booth's daughter was my little coach in the water. Oh.
2: Yeah, she was rad.
0: She was so cool. I forget her name. But she was really nice. And anyway, so she would be like, all right, start paddling, Murph there's a building and you got to paddle towards this building mm-hmm. and if you if you paddle towards the fence you're not getting the wave so there that's in your head you know the first couple times so there's like a
1: there's literally like a, a like a there's markers yeah Weird. yeah
0: so if i'm paddling so here's the fence right mike you want to paddle towards this building All if right. you paddle this way you're not going to get it oh, you know fine. what i mean so that happens and then there's a little little if you on the left they call it a crumble okay. and it happens every once in a while yeah. and if it crumbles which the one i missed mm-hmm. you're supposed to paddle towards the fence i didn't know that mm-hmm. so i did missed the one way, but it's okay. You know, Um, word on the street is Kevin says I'm going back March 15th, so oh, there you go. maybe I'll get a little
1: rebirth. Dude, that's rad.
0: <laughs> what about Waco? What's your thoughts? Waco was cool. I was down there. Ben Gravy was there. You, you know Ben? Yeah, yeah. I don't know him, but I know yeah, him. Yeah. Great dude. Talk about good energy. Another friend of mine. Okay. I was down there and Ben just happened to be there. It was before Waco opened. We were uh, down there. Ben was testing it for them. Oh, nice. And we got in before it opened to the public, uh, me and a, a group of friends. And it was really cool. You know, we had a great time. A little, it, it, It's fun. It's shorter than Kelly's, of course. Uh, but you can get repetition after repetition after repetition. And if you're working on a maneuver, you can get it done there. And it's, and and it's cheaper.
1: <laughs> does, it, does it translate to being at Huntington Beach at the pier? Are
0: the waves similar? I'll tell you this. Uh, or are they completely different? Uh, it's, it's different. But let me tell you this. After surfing Kelly's pool, mm-hmm. I'm not even just saying this. I put what I did in that pool that day And after my next few sessions I put that in the play in the ocean Okay With my tur- So it made you a better surfer? I think so All right. I think so I think I took a couple things from that pool And I was like, whoa, I can do that yeah. at that point yeah. You know what I mean? So I've been putting a little bit on the play And I think if I can get back there I want to get back there I got to get back to that place It's like Disneyland for adults mm-hmm. For surfers, dude It's insane Yeah, And the food and the, and the, and the instructors are just so cool and nice. And all the chicks there are cool. It's just something you're Kelly for the day. (laughs) There you go. You're king. (laughs) Yeah. You're the king for the day.
1: That's rad. Yeah. So how do you stay healthy for surfing? How do you stay away from injuries and stuff like that? Uh, getting older yeah now, let's talk about being an older surfer
0: totally. you're not old by any means uh, i'm getting but, up there you know yeah in 10 15 it's all 20 my, years you know that, that whole thing is mindset for, for me, me you know that's I, your stoke yeah that's my stoke mindset yeah it's, you know i i think that's a lot in life you think you're sick you're gonna be sick you think you're old think you're gonna you're, be old. Right. you know what i mean like i think i'm a you know a middle-aged man who loves surfing and i'm just gonna <laughs> keep going bro you okay. know like so so what was the question just to stay healthy, oh, yeah, stay injury free. Uh, yeah, I'm big on my diet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I eat oatmeal and berries a lot in the morning. Yeah. I eat a light lunch and I, I'm like 80 20, Mike. I do 80% good yeah. and I cheat with a little mashed potatoes at dinner. You know, and, okay. I, and I'm a sweets guy, you know, but I, I do a nice uh, lemon water. I'm on that trip and I eat healthy and I surf a lot. And if I'm not surfing, I take bike rides or walk or jog. I'm active. Okay. There you go. You know what I mean. I think that's
1: the number one thing. Yeah,
0: I keep active. You yeah. know, like
1: uh, hey, does that coffee you have with your? Uh, oh yeah, keep you active. The coffee. Let's talk
0: <laughs> about the coffee. Coffee Surf out of uh, Belmar, New Jersey. Great friend of mine, Barry Peterson. We've been friends for over thirty years, and he started this coffee company called Coffee Surf. Like I said, about ten years ago. Amazing coffee. It's uh, ground in Red Bank, New Jersey. at one of the best. Roasters in the country I'm being told So he came to me With this project About Five months ago I guess it was Okay And he's like Dude you are the Eternal Grom He's like You just You surf one foot Two You're always out there You don't miss it You're always in here For your little cup of coffee He's like We need to do a bag of joy, Grom for life, Murphy bag. <laughs> I'm like, let's do this. So we tested some bean out. We tested this, tested that. So you helped pick the, the yeah, blend? totally. A hundred percent. Wow. Um, all right. So we picked all that. I taste a lot of coffee, spit it out, that whole deal. Okay. And then, uh, Barry said, you like this one? I said, let's go with this one. It's a nice medium roast. Mm-hmm. It's available on coffeesurf.com. So coffeesurfco.com. And they'll ship it to your house? And they'll ship it right to your house. It's amazing coffee. It's not just your novelty bag of coffee, like, oh, we just put that out because Jack Murphy's doing it. Yeah. We put it out for people to enjoy coffee, to feel like a Grom. Being a Grom's good. Isn't it? Are you ever, like, wake up in the morning and be like, dude, I'm just not feeling
1: it? Or do you always feel
0: No, the I can't. I, I mean, listen, no, every day isn't perfect, bro. But, okay. Here you know, you I, I'd i be lying if I said that, because, yeah, that, that just wouldn't be true. But some days, you know, I wake up and I'm a little off, you know, but... I have this breathing exercise that I do seven minutes a day, and it changed my life, man. I do these little breathing exercises in the morning, okay. and it just sets my day right. So I've been on that for a while, and it kind of changed my life for the better as far as like setting my mind and my body and everything up. You know what I mean? Does surfing ever get boring for you? Never, never, no. Hey, well, you know what? Like some days, I'll take a day or two, like. Because living in New Jersey, you get time off, right? Okay. So I don't find... Not by choice. Not by choice. Got it. So out here, like I've been out here 65 days. I've been surfing every single day. Like the other day, I took two days off to get hungry. You know, I got these contests coming up. Maybe rest a little bit. Let the body rest a little bit. But I'm out there every day for the most part if there's a wave, you know?
1: Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like you're the same guy as you were in the
0: 80s, 90s? Or have you changed? I think I'm better.
1: You've changed? Yeah.
0: I'm just wiser, smarter, there you go. stronger. No more hangovers in life, nine years. Okay. That's a big part of it. Quit drinking? Yeah, no drinking. Was drinking fun? Drinking was fun, you know, because we're at all those parties. You know, drinking was a lot of fun. But I was out on tour with a good friend, Kyle from Slightly Stupid. I guess it was about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. nine years ago. And I just, I got a hangover. We had a great night, woke up in a city. That I wasn't supposed to wake up in Uh-oh. hungover, <laughs> and I, it lasted about a week. And I said, "Bro, your surfing was weak that lane." So you're that, talking to yourself. Yeah, I'm like, okay. "What are you doing?" I'm like, you-, "You you surfed like crap all week. You're you feel like shit. It's over. You had a great run. Look at what. Look how much partying you've done." So, I think ever since that has been out of my life, I've been able to push even. It's me not being all hungover and partying is a high in itself. Okay. You know, I get off on not being all hammered. I like to be in control in life and like. But all those years you weren't. I wasn't. Yeah. I was so out of control. I, I was out of control.
1: Right. So, you didn't know you liked the feeling of being in control? No,
0: I didn't. I know. Let's get deeper. No, it's okay. I, I, yeah. I'm all about deep, you know, because. You know, some things. Some things have happened in life. I've really never even talked about it publicly, but I'm going to go ahead right now. Maybe yeah. I'll touch someone's life, um, and I feel comfortable around you. Yeah. I almost died, uh, April 23rd of uh, 2013. Oh wow! I had a heart attack, and I was 10 minutes from death. Wow. So, uh, it was some hereditary stuff, but it was I was living life fast. I'm going to be honest with you. I yep. was living fast. All you groms out there, take note of what I'm saying. So long story short, I had the heart attack. The doctors talked to me. They told me what was up. You know, they're like, listen, your life's in your hands. We're going to tell you what to do. You can either do it Mm. and we'll see you in 40 years if you do what I tell you. If not, I'll see you back here in a month or I'll be at your funeral because I like you. Wow. I was like, no problem, doc. So ever since that day, I changed my life. And I'm telling all you people out there. Who are partying? I'm not a hater. I'm partying. I'd be, I'd be a hypocrite. If I said that, keep raging, <laughs> go big. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, if you're trying to pursue something in life or surfing or what have you, like, and your health and all that stuff, like just pay attention to what you're doing and be smart, you know, because I'm living proof. I got a wake up call. The man upstairs, God gave me a second chance and I've taken it very, very serious. I've won a lot of contests since then. I've done a lot of great surfing since then. I've had t-shirts, coffee, all these great things have happened since I've changed my life. Not that I didn't have great things going on prior to that. I had a great time partying and all that jazz, but like, I don't know, these past 10 years, 12 years, have been just amazing, you know? Wow. One question on that is, did the partying is that what caused it, or is just hereditary? I, well, I, they said I had a, a big cholesterol thing, and uh, but, oh, okay. let's be honest, the living fast at night, Doesn't and partying help. wasn't helping the no, situation. No, you know what no, I mean? Yeah. And let me tell you, I I was having the best time in life. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. now looking back, when I was getting fifth at the San Diego contest because I was out at Pennywise the night before doing what have you,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, grommet the grommet's out there. Don't the- go to the party the <laughs> night before the contest. Wait till the contest is over and go to the after party if you care about yeah. results. Exactly, and you know I, I and say, there's some guys that can pull it off otherwise. Yeah. and you know I, I was pulling it off. I was still getting yeah. thirds and fifths and sec- I was yeah. still in the mix. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, there's no. But and you're listen, looking back at it today. Yeah, yeah. And there's no regret because no, I was having the best not. time in life. I'm just stating a point that, like, yeah, man, I had a little bit of health issue. I think that wake up call helped me my life overall because look where I am now.
1: Cool. You know, what good, I mean good words. Yeah. You seem to be around the, this music business all mm-hmm. these years. Yeah. Has music changed your thoughts? Or do you even, do you have uh, any?
0: I I think music's changed, of of course, how people get it, you okay, know, like the streams it. and CDs yeah. and all that. Yeah. Uh, the scene, the scenes way different. I think it was uh, a little more core back then, you know, these, how so? Raw. Yeah, the people at the shows. Just I, I I still go to shows, you know what I mean? That's what I'm asking. I, yeah. I still watch them and I mean, it just seems like the pits were a bit gnarlier. The kids were we were everyone was just a bit gnarlier back then, you know okay. what I mean? In my eyes, I don't know. That's right. just how I feel. Now, you know. So, tell us
1: all about this new surf series you're going to be surfing. The-
0: uh, it's called the uh US Pro Tour. Okay. So and I believe let's give them a little publicity. because Yeah. 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 Totally. There seems like great guys. Jerry Lehman, I believe, is the guy who's running it. Okay, There's guys like Jim Hogan in it. Mike Latronic, Dave Giddings, all these great guys that were back in the Bud Pro Tour days. All right. And I'm being told that this is the first event. Then there's one in Oceanside. So I think they're trying to get like there's a, a pro junior locked in. There's a pro and then there's a master's pro for 50 and over. And that's the one I'm involved in. So fun. Yeah. It's so rad for us guys that are still living our dream at that age and still want to do contests and still make a couple bucks and have a couple sponsors that believe in you. So it keeps you in the mix, you know? So I saw that was on there and I based my trip around, you know, doing this event kind of too. And here I am. It's the weekend of it. I feel confident. I've been surfing the pier every day and I'm just going to have fun with it. There's some great names. There's some legends in there. So to be one of the guys, even in this event, I'm just honored and
1: and stoked to be in it. Yeah, with names like that and your name and all these other guys' names, it seems like good audience. Like, yeah, gives you something to go go watch some heats. Yeah, yeah. These, I mean, because the the pro events are so far between California, even the East Coast, right. There's very few events to yeah. watch top notch surfers.
0: Yeah, and I'm wondering if it's going to grow. You know, I hope it grows to where you see like Dino and like all the boys. Right. You know, you know like those guys, legends, ho- Hopefully they Masters see division. They see this as a great uh, first event. Uh, it sounds cool. You same. know what I mean? And uh, there's money. You know, there's a, a few grand you can win. Wow. And it breaks down. You know, all the way to I think it, uh, a third place finish gets you some cash, or fourth place get finish gets you some cash if I'm not mistaken. Nice. And the guys seem really cool. They were like. They're super inviting and, and, and very cool. So I'm excited for the weekend, man. We'll see. I'll throw my little East Coast talent in there and see what I could do. Maybe, hey, my goal right now, let me make one heat, one heat at a time. Is that how you approach contests? Yeah, fully. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Yep. You're never thinking I'm going to win this thing? Well, sometimes every event I, I, I can say I want to go in that I'm winning it, but it's one heat at a time. You okay. know, like, Fair. of course I want to go in and win back to the, how everyone approaches it differently. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, of course I want to win, but I take it at one heat at a time. I get through that heat. All right. What's the next plan? Let's go. All right. You know, let me
1: ask you this. Yes, sir. You are talking about, you still live in this dream. Mm-hmm. How do you make this dream happen? Like mentally, first off, mm-hmm. I guess we've talked about it to the stroke, yeah, a little bit. the stoke level.
0: Yeah. How do you get to go East coast, West coast kind of traveling? I work my butt off seven months a year Okay. at a restaurant. I live in a little beach town called uh, Seabright, New Jersey. Yeah. And we shut down Ghost Town for five months. Ooh. So I'm able to travel. And that guy, Kevin Zinger, and I have a couple other sponsors that so, uh, I hit them up, give them an itinerary of what I'm doing. They believe in me. I have, I have probably like eight companies that still believe in me. It's kind of crazy. Cool. And I, I think never, it's your attitude, I never burned You're a bridge. Stoked. Yeah, man, I never burned a bridge. And I'm just, a, I'm just, I want to help the Groms. I coached some kids in surfing through a surf shop called Lucky Dog Surf Shop in Seabright. We've had up to 24 kids at a time. And there are kids that it's not lessons. It's kids that want to get to the next level. Okay. So I'll, coaching. Uh, yeah, I want to try and give back to this, the sport that's given so much to me, you know, like, and I always had like an older dude take me under his wing and like show me the the route, you know, and that's why I think I am where I am today. You know, I have respect, etiquette. Like I said before, man, I just love surfing everything that comes with it, man. What is the scene like today in New Jersey? Is it the same as it
1: was when you were a kid?
0: It's stronger. It's stronger. Gnarlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's good to hear. It's, I it, love to hear that. We've had some swells recently, a little bit of FOMO. I missed two or three swells uh, recently they that were, were bombed. Yeah, some of the biggest <laughs> swells we've ever had. Um, but, yeah, there's guys like Sam Hammer. There's Gessler. And then there's a lot of young guns coming up. God, I can't even think of some of the kids. Uh, Michael Sobelia is a kid from my area, kids charging. There's some great shapers from my area. These kids, uh, Justin Perry has a little crew of guys. They're, they're shaping some boards over there. There in New Jersey and, and a lot of people are picking them up. I just saw Sam on one of Justin Perry's boards the other day, Sam Hammer. Wow. So these kids are shaping some boards, his buddy Tommy and James, and they're doing it doing it right. So that's nice to see. They're they're a good group of kids that uh, I feel they're keeping it rootsy and they're uh, they're doing it the right way in my local town and I really like to see that, you know. Is there any difference between East Coast, West Coast, surfing wise? I think the East Coast guy, I mean, listen, there's no East Coast, West Coast beef whatsoever like that or anything. I think right. like I think the East Coast guys are just we're just hungry and scrappy, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because we don't get the waves that you guys do out here, you, you know, think so- we're spoiled over here a little bit. You can say it. I, I, I wouldn't say, sp- okay. say spoil. I'm putting words in your mouth. Yeah, right? I apologize. No, I wouldn't say spoil, but you guys got waves every day. So it's like okay. you guys can stay in tune so much more than us, I yeah. feel like. Um, so when it does come to us, I feel like it's made us, especially Jersey guys, we're just scrappy people, individual. Like It don't matter surfing, basketball, baseball. We're just scrappy. We're scrappy. <laughs> but I feel like people from Jersey, for the most part, like surfers, are really cool people, man. We're super mellow. We have etiquette. We surf big, cold water and we charge and i feel like traveling around the world my whole life i've gotten some respect being from jersey it's kind of crazy like in Hawaii hawaiian kawaiian stuff they're like oh dude you are from jersey i'm like yeah they're like giving me respect so yeah it's kind of cool different world than yeah. hawaii of course or yeah. california yeah what about like traveling up and down like is jersey just basically beach breaks the whole state yeah it's all beach breaks i have one spot that breaks uh, pretty well by me. It's it's a sand bottom, but it goes for like 150, 200 yards really? on the right day. Yeah. Interesting. What about yeah. taking travels up north? You ever go up that way? I do. I go to uh, Montauk, Long Island, Will Scootin and all the boys are up there in, uh, in, in Long Island. Those kids charge, you know, where Ballarama Stacks from. Yep. So all those cats are super cool. Dave Wan's got a surf shop up there, and all those guys are really cool. So I make my way up there. What um, up, Maine or? I haven't st- been up to Maine. Okay. But uh, You need to. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Um, But yeah, I I get around I go to Virginia Beach I've done the ECSC a couple times So I go down south You know I go to Florida every once in a while And surf But You know I I spend a lot of time in the Caribbean You know I go to the Caribbean in the winters Oh
1: Yeah There you go
0: So I'm down there rovering East Uh, coast Hawaii Yeah You know Puerto Rico There's you know Like Barbados Tortola, there's all these little islands and they're they're like fifty dollars, seventy five dollars to fly to each of them. Oh really? Yeah, so super cheap. You, 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 you get down there and you just bop around. That's rad. Yeah. Okay. And I have some friends in Costa Rica, you know Mike, all these years, I've just made friends with all these people. So yeah. I can go to the, back to your question. I can go to these places because I have a place to stay. Here's a car, Murph. Uh, you know what I yeah. mean? So that enables me to go to these right. places. You're not getting $300 hotel rooms. Correct. You know, so I just, everywhere I went, I kind of left my little stamp. You live stamp. on a surfer's budget. Yeah, I leave I my little that. stamp. I leave a bunch of SRH clothing, good whatever I got, you know, and I just, I'll see you next year. Okay, Murph, we'll see you next year. Yeah, that's right. You
1: know, so. Rad. Yeah. Well, Murph, thank you for coming on the QuiverCast. It was super fun. I love your energy,
0: man. Thanks, bro. It was good chatting with you. I appreciate it. Just a big shout-out to all my sponsors, you know, SRH and all the boys down there at SRH, keeping keeping me going, my mother, my sister, just everybody, man, Coffee Surf, all my boys, just everyone who believes in me and my little dream and what I'm doing. And like I said, we're just getting started. It sounds crazy, but I'm ready. I'm ready for another 20.
1: There you go. Let's go. Yeah.
0: You're motivating us
1: all. Yeah. You're motivating me for sure. sure. All right, everybody. This is Mike and Murph, and we're out of here. Alright, thanks, Murph. Later rock.
2: What a fantastic sunny day. Boys and girls hanging around. Surfers going up and down. That's when I cut my way. Knew what to do. Surf that way right to the shore and get some dream. Come true Day boys and girls swinging around, surfers going up and down. When I caught my way, knew what to do, Surf that way right to the shore. Yes, my dream came true.
1: Hey, you guys, endless summer box set. This thing is legit. It's authentic numbered certificate in it. It has a five frame film strip from the original print. You will literally own a piece of history. It has a specially minted bronze medallion. Dude, that thing's sick. Okay. There's so much more here. Go to the show notes. There's a link on there. Go check this piece of history out. This thing's rad. Seriously. Seriously. Smithsonian American History Museum has it. It took four years of research with 3.5 in production, all hand assembled. This thing's rad. So much to this awesome box set. Remastered DVD, sharper images than the original film. But dude, this thing's so sick. Link in the show notes.